Welcome to the premiere episode of Hearts of Stars. Our first guest is an actress and writer and a board game creator. She played Alice in Hallmark's Love Fallen Order and has a new movie coming out this year called The Engagement Plot. She was most recently nominated for a Decky Award for Best Guest on the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Here's my fun chat with the one and only Jax Collier. So first and foremost, thank you so much for being my first guest. This episode is going to premiere on Valentine's Day. I'm hoping that you will be my Valentine every year and come back and do the Valentine's Day show <laughs> with me. So it'll be like a year out. I'm sure we'll talk in between that. I would love hey. to have you on the coast, but then, you, then I know I have a Valentine's every single year. I would be honored. And I, you understand how excited I am that like, so I was telling my fiance Alex about this and I was like, I'm so excited to be your first guest. I was like, I think I could have invited myself on the podcast. Um, he's like, yeah. he's, he's like, that's he's probably like, right. yeah, that's probably what you did. Yeah. He's like, that seems right. I'm like, yeah, but like, I think, I think, I think. So I, I'm really appreciative that you're, and I love that it's going to be on Valentine's day. I'm so excited. I know that just kind of, I'm going through my calendar and I'm like, oh, Valentine's day. That's when it can premiere. That's a great idea. So last night I'm like, you know, trying to fall asleep and I get very, you know, we talked about this before. I feel like I'm going to burst into glitter. I get very excited. You know, yesterday was my birthday and, but we, you and I were DMing and like, I'm trying, like my husband's like, here's a gift. And I'm like, wait a second. And I'm like, I'm talking to Jax. He's like, okay, <laughs> this is really important stuff. Okay. Um, I said, I don't think you understand the magnitude of this interview tomorrow. Um, but before we started, do you like to be called Jen or Jennifer? Cause I know on your other podcast, people are calling you Jennifer. Yeah. Jen is fine. I, I try. Yeah. Jennifer just sounds so like, I don't know, very, I don't even know, but Jen is just more fun. And it's so funny because this podcast is like a complete other end of the spectrum podcast. So I thought, oh, maybe I should just go by Jen. <laughs> Doesn't sound so like Jennifer Silliman, you know, it's just like Jen Silliman, you know, kind of like Jen Lily, like it's very like Jen to Jen, you know, so I know maybe I'll change it for this. One. So yeah, it's just, it's so, I was, yeah, yeah right it's like a different yeah. identity for, yeah. yeah about it though was like I mean or what I think what I like about it but also I think is consistent is that you're having like real heartfelt conversations on both it's just through a very different lens so like it's still in, in a way the same sort of thing that's driving you it's just through a, a, a very different lens or different brand you know yeah yeah completely and it's it's good for my psyche too so it's like I can get very very heavy very very quickly um as much as I enjoy I love doing that podcast and I love that it can be a spinoff from my film um but it is super heavy so I I like you know that was my goal this year was to kind of balance it out with something else so we talked a little bit before about your podcast um, that you did with Shaw Bubbly Sesh on Hallmark, which I loved, by the way. Um, that was your podcast really is what kind of got me into the podcast podcast realm. I wasn't a real pod, big podcast listener. So how, uh, how did Bubbly Sesh come about? Because I know you, you and Shaw did it 
on your own for a while. And then I know it, it got a lot of views. It was like the number one, like podcast talking about Hallmark. Cause there are a few, there are a few podcasts that really, you know, do the whole Hallmark thing, but they saw it, they loved it. And what happened? Yeah. Well, what was cool is that there were a few in the beginning and all of them are still like around and like now like um hallmarkies was big then too still are only getting bigger like the hallmark only getting bigger which which is great because our friends that we all came up with in the space together everyone's still around and then there are all these new people but we end up going to Shaw and I both live in New York City. Um, we pitched the CEO, Bill Abbott of Hallmark at the time, who now was a GAC family. He really believed in the idea and brought us on probably within a month of our initial pitch, which was really fast. Very yeah. fast. Yeah. Oh, and so it must have been just like over. Like, oh my God. We were, I mean, we were thrilled and it was, it gave us opportunities that were just unreal to get to be in a Hallmark movie and get to go to all the events and get to meet the stars that we were such fans of. But then also during the pandemic, which I know we're still in, but during when um, we couldn't work, like I kept working while we were recording in, in the beginning, I was still doing theater. But then as we all know, theater completely shut down and um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had a job. And it also not only was a way to stay happy and connected to a, a fan space that I love and I'm a part of, but also just a complete lifesaver blessing at a time when I don't, I wouldn't have had any other work at all or even options for other work, if that makes sense. So I yeah. mean, I have a lot of gratitude to them for in every way for that. Yeah. And, and you know, I even went on some of the, see, this is what I mean about the rabbit hole. I went on and was kind of reading some of the comments for right around the time that bubbly sesh was canceled. And I mean, wowzers, just like, even when shows aren't on anymore, like these, I mean, there's like change.org petitions going around to like bring things back and to make something a sequel. And I'm just like, like again, totally flabbergasted that this whole realm like existed and I had no idea. Like it's, just, I mean, people it, are passionate about that. I mean, this is like, well, when you're talking about it was always you. Yeah, there was just that change.org petition to get a sequel for it. And it's like, they, I, that's what I love about Hallmarkies, Hardies. I mean, they come they come to play. So you had mentioned um, a little bit there about your game with, that you created with your sister. Um, I did my research on this. It's so cool. Like, I just love, I'd love to like kind of how the idea came because, you know, your family was so, you know, into board games and kind of that family game night. 
thing. So, so where, when was the, like, you know, I love hearing aha moments. Like when was the moment that you and your sister were like, oh my gosh, we, we should do this. Like we should, you know, were you sketching it on a napkin? Like how did this whole thing, like, just be like, oh my goodness, we have to do this. Well, it's interesting because we'd always made games for our parents growing up. And then my sister, she served in the Peace Corps in Nicaragua and she was playing a game that she created that was very much like the version of bundle that there is now. So we would make it for our family, our friends. And then people kept saying, well, you could do this for other people. This could be a business. And we were like, yeah, yeah, that, that seems like a lot. Right. And then one day we were just like, well, what if we tried to do it? And we started off really small. We like our mom and our dad would go to local thrift stores and get us like old board games that we were covering contact paper. We were selling on Facebook. We didn't have a website. And then everything kind of took off from there when we realized, okay, we, I think people actually wouldn't buy these. So then we got a manufacturer and we got our partnership with Hallmark Channel that we did for Countdown Christmas. We did one called Hardboard Game. We and we still do now um, all of our personalized games, but now we've done like a 90s edition and a regular holiday edition. And we went to Christmas Con and did our celebrity game night there. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, and we love doing events for it. Like we we recently and this has been something that has been really great during the pandemic because my sister Cassie was like, I really, really want to make sure that we're doing something to like give back. So she said, there's this great organization called Self-Help, which has been going on for a long time. And originally it was homebound senior citizens or people who are homebound um, and they would, people would come in and teach classes and do things. And she would say, she said, let's do a, a game night with that. So we're walking into this, walking into it virtually thinking we're, we're going to give back and we're going to brighten the day of these, of these senior citizens. And they were the spiciest, funniest, most like tight knit group of people. This was the, we started close to the beginning of the pandemic. We still do it regularly. And we said to each other, you know, originally we thought like, oh, this is something we're contributing. And we're like, no, now this is like our crazy night in, like our crazy night out because they are wild. All these inside jokes, they're all like flirty, like with each other. They talk about like one of our categories is like a name for like one, one of the things this is before we knew them early pandemic like name four things you do to keep warm on a cold night thinking it's going to be like heating blanket hot chocolate you know cozy socks but whatever 
and they're like mm, some some bourbon. I, I wear my sexy red bra. Sometimes John will talk me to sleep, and they're like doing all of this, saying all these things to us that, that are all these inside jokes we have with each other, and. Now we joke around with them that this is like, they're like, thank you girls for doing this for us. We're like, no, thank, thank you guys. You guys have changed. Like basically they all have this community that they were so used to socializing online. And here we are thinking we're doing something nice for them, but really they were doing something nice for us because we had never developed that kind of community. And they brought us into that. So it's been really awesome. Oh, that sounds amazing. You and your sister host them? You guys yeah. have them there? Oh, have yeah. fun. Oh. Yeah. And if we get a lot of the same people, but we'll also get new people. And as we're like all coming in the chat, some of our regulars will be like, oh, oh, we told Gary he had to come and tell his friend to come and we're trying to we're getting you guys even more people over here don't you worry and then like the zoom screen will be completely filled and people will be like well john told us to come and you know gloria said that you girls are fun so you better bring it and they really yeah yeah they're They're (laughs) i love that I love that. Well, even though that might not feel like you're giving back to, I mean, you are giving back to the community. We had talked um, when you were just so lovely to let me, um, to allow um, me to use you as a sounding board when I was um, kind of coming up with this whole idea (laughs) for this podcast. You talked about um, something that you might be doing around Thanksgiving time. I know the calendar is kind of all over the place, but um, doing um, some work with Build On um, and, and building a school in Guatemala um, with some fellow um, Hallmark actresses. So tell me about that. That is so cool. I did do a little research on that and it's very interesting. I love it. Yeah, so I've got to give a huge shout out to Erin Cahill because she was the person who first let me know about Build On. I I might have heard of them, but it was one of those things that I it was not really on my radar. And she and her husband, Paul Freeman, who's an amazing musician, and and my fiance and Alex and I were were really close with them now um they have built this will be their third school that they have built with this amazing organization called build on and not only do you raise the funds to build the school but you get to go to the community and build the school yourselves and i think it's going to be we're so excited about it um, it'll be, we have a, we have a team, actually there are a couple of different teams that are going through to Guatemala. I think there's two or three of us, but on our team, Erin Cahill and her husband, and then Alicia Witt, who was lovely. And I'm such a fan of hers, both personally and professionally. And it was a lot of fun, number one, to raise the money because, when Alex and I decided to get married, you know, we've both been, we both lived on our 
when I say lived on our own, I mean, I've always had roommates, but he's always lived on his own in New York. But we both, you know, we're single for a long time. We both have stuff. So we don't really need, and we live in a one bedroom apartment and we have a cat. So like, we don't really need other things. Right. So we asked our friends and family if instead of registering for gifts or anything like that, that this, this is what we were doing. So people really were awesome in supporting us in that endeavor. We were actually able to raise the money really quickly because people were so generous, which was awesome. And now we get to go and have what I think will be a great adventure and get to build this school. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that Aaron invited us to be a part of it because I know it's been life-changing for her and to get to see her passion really moved us to want to be a part of the experience. So we're really, I mean, we're, we hope everything works out with travel, but yeah. we're also very grateful to everyone who contributed to allowing us to be able to go there. Yeah, absolutely. So are you and your fiance going to go? Yeah. How, so how long, do you know, how much time then do you spend in Guatemala? Like how long does it take you to, to build a school? I think it's going to be about 12 days. I'm sure that work happens before and after. Yeah. I would assume. I mean, <laughs> my skill set. Well, no, me- if you're going to be laying foundation, you might want to start watching some YouTube <laughs> I don't really know. I mean, <laughs> do I need a hard hat? Like what yeah, is the like, situation? Um, yeah, no, I went, I, in my skill set is not great. I'm good at following directions and I will do anything someone asks. Like I'm a worker bee, but I remember that in college, my college theater professor, I did work study I, I was an acting major, but I did work study um, in the technical and design department. And when I was, I was on stage and I was painting a floor because that was part of my work study. And I painted myself into a corner. And I said, I think at this point, I'm more of a hindrance than a help. And he was like, he was the sweetest, kindest person. He was like, yeah, we're, we're gonna have to like put you in the costume shop and maybe just give you a seam ripper and you can do that. Cause I also don't think you should be behind a sewing machine. So we'll see. I might just be like getting people water, but, and they're to serve, but I don't know. I also don't want to do anything that's going to make it harder for someone else. Yeah. So the, on the road that leads to my daughter's school is, um, I think Habitat and Humanity came in and just like took down, there was a bunch of homes for sale, you know, and things like that. And so they started building homes on this road that was, so I, I could see the progress. I take her to school every day. So I could see the progress of these homes going up. And it was, I was amazed at how quickly, because I think there's like a set formula. They kind of just know, and they all kind of look the same, you know, but they just, 
they had this formula. And like, I was amazed that even after 24 hours, like every day I would go there and be like, okay, all the, you know, all the cement block is up. Oh, there, there goes the drywall. People are coming off the roofs going on. Like, you know, and then, you know, everyone, it's just so neat, so neat to see all their t-shirts and they're all just kind of, you know, working. And it's just, it's so, it gives me goosebumps. I love it. In real time. Yeah. It was so, I mean, that was like one thing I would look forward to, you know, every, every day is kind of like, do I remember like how far, you know, how far along are the houses? And when she was on um, holiday break, we had not been up there for like two and a half. So her, her school is like 40 minutes from our house. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a drive. So we're not ever up there unless we're taking her to school. So after holiday break, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a new house. Like it's like a whole house, house there. Um, but it's really, it's so, it's so cool. So I would wager to bet that they know how to get these schools up pretty quickly, you know? Oh, and speaking of quick, cause I just learned this not too long ago was that they shoot Hallmark movies in 14 days. Yeah. 14 to 16 days. That's insane. Like you want to talk about a machine that just knows how to make it all happen. That's crazy to me. You know, it, it's, it's always interesting to me. That's, I mean, you know, I, I, started my career and still continue to do mostly theater, but then doing um, the little bit of film and TV I did, I was like, I was surprised at how fast paced it was until I was on, but, but not anything that felt like breakneck pace. And then like shooting a Hallmark movie which the first, we uh, we did love Fallen Order and we had a tiny part in that. But then the most recent rom com I did, we don't know. Well, we don't know at this point what network it'll be on. Um, I was on set for a lot longer, and you hear people say things like, "Oh, you know, if it's film, you get as many takes as you need," and even if you are working on something where you have, you can really have a luxury pace, which is like barely anything. But sometimes you do actually have a really light day where you can really, like the production is scheduled it. And I've been on shoots like this where they know it's a big scene and you get the luxury of time where they know that this is going to be a scene where we're going to want a lot of takes and this is like a, a climactic moment. Let's give this a lot of time. On Hallmark shoot, on any of these kind of rom-coms, you are never going to get that luxury. And that is why I think that the actors, the, the crew, everyone who works on these films is so incredible because you really are only guaranteed one or two takes and you know, they'll do their best to let you have more, but you, it's they you, you yeah. kind of have to do it. Yeah. yeah. And it has to, and so there has to be a good vibe on set for that to be able to even happen. I mean, I can't imagine being on a set where, you know, there's just, there's just a lot of like negative energy. And so I can't imagine that 
it would work. I mean, that's, that's what makes it so easy for them to get those just punted out like that because they have such a great team and, and even the talent, I mean, not just behind the scenes, but the talent too, who come prepared, you know, and all of that stuff. So yeah, I think that's definitely why there's a lot of the same people working on these movies, both on screen and off, because they know the machine, but also they know how to like play and have fun within that. And they they know that we're all in this together and that it because of that, there's like no divas on set. It's a very summer camp feel of we like being together. We love, like, I know I just did the engagement plot with Rachel Boston and Trevor Donovan. And Rachel and Trevor, they're you know, number one, number two in the call sheet. They have their own trailer. That's like very normal for any production. And there's plenty of space for the rest of us to hang out that's like cozy, wonderful, awesome. And Rachel would always be like, do you want to come and hang out in my trailer with me? And I would say, oh, no, no, like that's your space. You, I know you have like the scene day a lot to prepare. And she's like, no, like actually it'd be fun. Do you want to hang out? Say, oh my gosh, yes, I would love to. I was trying to respect that that's your space. You probably have that. And that's not, I, first of all, let me just say though, as an actor, I would totally get if that was I respect that totally and I can oddly be a bit of an introvert so I would also understand that if someone was doing that I wouldn't view it as anything wrong with that but I do see with these same thing there in Cahill that I met her on Love Fallen Order and it was like come and hang out let's do this very very welcoming because they think they know that we're all working towards that same goal yeah oh that is so cool what a cool little kind of family to be you know included in I love that I love that um okay so before I let you go I want to play a game and hold on I gotta pull this I gotta it's not like okay don't get too excited don't get too excited I don't want you to be disappointed um <laughs> no, first of all Jen can I just compliment you on managing my expectations because when someone gets excited like that for me I oddly had the same reaction well you and I are a bit of soul sisters I feel like yeah you're like, no like okay great but like let's temper that with just like you'd rather under promise over deliver that's like my motto <laughs> so yeah um it's literally only four little things but I love this or that like when they did that for winter palace that's like my jam and so so there's like a little inside thing with me and my husband who'll be like okay and he just has to say okay sir Wayne I'm like are we gonna play this or that like are you gonna give me like two choices okay good go let me what is it and it'll be something silly like scuba diving or bungee jumping you know but it's like I just I absolutely love it I get so excited it's like you know it's like the dog when they see squirrel like squirrel he says okay and I'm like <gasps> I'm like okay what what two things am I gonna <laughs> like I'm you, you don't understand right now this is a, an extremely relatable <laughs> feeling for me when 
And my fiance does that too. Like, I'm like, are we about to sort of gamify something? So the way you described it was so appropriate to me that I can feel your excitement because I get the same way. I'm like, oh, are we, are we doing a thing? Is this a thing? And I love gamify. Are we going to gamify this? Because I feel like we need to do that with like everything. Now every, that's going to be like the word of the day. Like we're going to gamify this. Oh, we're making dinner. Okay. Let's gamify this. Let's figure out we can turn it into a game. Um, okay. These are like really silly and simple, but it's a this or that. So, okay. You ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Flip-flops or sneakers? Sneakers. Cake or ice cream? Ooh. I'm so sorry that I'm going to do this too because I, I I either love or hate when people do this depending on my mood <laughs> and the rules of the game. Can I be that annoying person that says passionately, not just to flip the rules, but just because really how I feel, I really, really love an ice cream cake with the little chocolate crumblies in the middle. So, good. so I'm, not, I'm not trying to, the reason I say this, Jen, is because I love respecting rules of games and of this or that. And if I didn't feel so strongly conflicted, I would just go with the one that makes sense. I'm not trying to be contrarian, but you excited me. So I will say like, it, it truly, truly is an ice cream cake. I just love the, that very deep conviction that you have about whether or not you have just, you know, upsetted me because <laughs> of the rules of this game. We're no longer Valentine's Day. We're no longer a Valentine's Day couple. You've ruined it for me. You're so funny. You're so oh, funny. Okay. You're to get back in your good graces. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Just regroup here a second. Okay. All right. Here's one for you. Breakfast or no breakfast? Breakfast. I always find like knowing if someone eats breakfast or not, like really tells me like a lot about them. Like one that you even have enough time to eat breakfast in the morning. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of people that are no breakfast are like, I like to sleep in or I'm just too busy or I've got, you know, all this going on. So that's like a question I ask a lot of people, actually. I get very curious about whether or not they eat breakfast. I, I didn't want to ask more follow-ups on that because I knew I had already sort of broken the rules of the game. But the reason I hesitate a little is because my, my breakfast is not like a, a fancy thing, but like say I had a banana, but it's like, I always need something like, does that make sense? Like, no, that totally makes sense. And I think if someone says no breakfast, it's like, I don't eat anything in the morning. Like I don't, like, I don't eat, I maybe have coffee or tea or something, but I'm not, I don't like, I'm not hungry. I have so many people say, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry in the morning. So can I ask you if your breakfast or no breakfast? Um, we'll see now I'm going to have to break the rules a little bit of my own way. Um, yeah, because I, I, I love breakfast food, like love breakfast food, like French toast, eggs. Like I just love breakfast food, Um, but I'm more of a brunch person. So like, I like breakfast food, but I don't like it at six 37 o'clock in the morning. Like that's just too early for me. I have to bump it breakfast food. Like I'll even have breakfast for dinner sometimes. Like my husband and I will make like pancakes or something for dinner. So I like the food. It's more of a time thing for me. Eating too early, I don't do. So like at 6.30, will you have coffee? Um, I will have a, a hot chai. Yeah, a hot chai. Ooh, okay. Okay, so you'll yeah. have something, but it won't, it won't be the 
pancakes. It won't be food. Like I'm not eating like a big meal. Like I can drink something. And sometimes I could have like a smoothie or something, but I don't know. Lately it's been cold down here in South Florida. I know, I know you're in New York and you're like, shut up lady. Um, no, like, but I get it though. like yesterday morning, it was 47 degrees here. That's unheard of. Like it's not that's 47 cold. degrees. That's cold. I mean, we Florida. literally have iguanas falling out of trees because they freeze. Oh, and they I was laughing. Oh no. They oh fall. no. It really happens. I'll send you a link to the article. Oh yeah. I mean, they just, my friend who lives in Miami, there's, there's a, new, a huge iguana. I mean, they're big. And it's on like their, it's like a gated community. And it's kind of, she's right now, she's calling it the iguana mascot. But it hasn't moved for three days. It's alive. It just kind of sits there. And I'm like, you got to like give it like a blanket or something to warm up. Like the sun what? needs to come out for them to warm up. They're like solar powered, you know? So but but they'll literally they'll be in trees and they'll like fall out of the tree because they're just like frozen. I'll send you an article. Yeah, let me, because right? I'm like, and they are alive. Yes. <laughs> they don't die. Yes, they are alive. Okay, my last this or that for you. French fries or salad? French fries. I love it. I knew we were soul sisters. What's your favorite? What's your favorite kind of French fry? Like from a place? Like where who has the best fries? Um, oh uh okay. So I I'm I am a French fry like connoisseur, like the way other people like wines or they fancy themselves smalliers like I am a like waffle curly sweet potato like standard like fresh cut shoestring I like them all <laughs> to pick a favorite would be difficult but what I will say is there is an amusement park near my hometown called Knobles. In we didn't even talk about this. That we're like from like the same area. Yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot that. That's insane. Yeah, it's I think I've been there like way. once. So I was closer to Hershey Park. <laughs> but also, I love Hershey Park. It's the sweetest place on earth. It's on earth. I mean, it's fantastic. But anyway, I'm, sorry, I'm not going to interrupt. So, so Knobles has good fries. Is that what you're telling me? They have. So, if you're going to be at Hershey Park, do all the chocolate and sweets at Hershey and the park experience. And then if you're like on a little PA vacation, because Hershey Park, you know, as you know, you gotta like pay to get into, it's an admission fee, you go in, you do the thing. Knobles, you pay per experience. So you could literally go to Knobles and spend $10 to eat. There's free entertainment and not like, that's why we would go all the time. When we were little, we would like not spend any money. Right. They're fresh cut fries. I don't know what, what they do to them, but they are transcendent. So Knobles yeah. amusement resort, Elysburg PA, go and get yourself some. What if these are all the sponsors that we're just meeting in? Hershey Park, Knobles. I don't know what else we've touched on, but they better be funding this podcast. Yeah, exactly. And sending us like stuff. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know how they're going to send French fries, but Hershey bars are more than welcome at my house. Um, oh my gosh. That's so see funny. If send, see if they'll send us some free stuff. I, yeah, for sure. So, so you grew up in, in Mount Carmel? Yep. Okay. All right. And you said you had a friend who, cause I, I I'm from Lancaster. Um, you had a friend that was from that. Yeah. Area? My friend, Laura, um, we went to college together. She was from near Lancaster and, um, it's, it was so great that I went to a small liberal arts school. So like everyone, most of the kids were from that area. So I love that you and I know so many of the same places that sometimes you say Pennsylvania and people are like silly or Pittsburgh and you're like, no. And they're like, oh, Harrisburg capital. And you're like, yeah, like sure. Right, right, right. No, so funny. So where did you, where did, this is totally, we'll probably all be edited out, but it's, I don't care. Um, do, where did you, uh, where did you vacation? So if you lived in Pennsylvania, where did you go to vacation? So we weren't like vacation people. Okay. Did you go to the beach at all? Um, no, us going to the beach was like a like a disaster we're all very like fair skin burned like it was like we went to Atlantic City once because okay my grandma had a free trip to the casino <laughs> or everyone got burned of course because like she was free trip it was right. not free um so we never went but a lot of my friends went to like Ocean City Maryland where, where would you guys go? Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah. Yes. The boardwalk. That's where, you know, it's where I did senior week and, you know, it's like the whole, that's like the whole thing. Yeah. Usually people say Ocean City. So that's why I was curious if you had ever done that. That's I so love cool. not to be jealous of you because I'm happy for you. But <laughs> uh, when you said that you did senior week in Ocean City, Maryland, my heart just got a little pang because that's where all my friends went, but, but my mom was not on me going away. Well, it's so funny because actually, so yeah, so everyone from our school, that was the thing. Everybody went to Ocean City, Maryland. The problem with Ocean City, with the boardwalk and all that stuff, I mean, the cops and everyone knew when senior week was. So they were on high alert to find anybody who was doing things. And none of us were 21, obviously we're 18, 19 years old, you know? So we actually, me and my friends were smart and did not stay in Ocean City, Maryland. We stayed 30 minutes out from Ocean City, Maryland and stayed in Dewey Beach, which is a very small, like little beach town, right? We did not stay in a hotel. We were able, I don't know how, to rent a house, like a small house. We became friends with the local cop that patrolled the beach. And he said, hey, as long as you can promise me that you guys aren't going to get in a car or, or be loud or destructive, we're like, no, like we just, when I, we're probably not even going to go down to Ocean City. I think we did once just to like meet up with friends. Otherwise, we had the best time as 18 year olds hanging out in, at the beach, you know, playing laser tag. And, you know, none of us were real big drinkers anyway, but it was just nice to like know that we weren't going to like, you know, we weren't in a hotel where people were going to be complaining about stuff, stuff or, you know, whatever, but it was like, you know, I love that you guys were smart enough to know that because I think I, we also, my like friends and I 
I think would have been in the same boat as you guys. And they were like, they weren't like big drinkers or anything, but I think my mom was less concerned about me being with my friends and more just what you're saying. Like there were a lot of accidents there. A lot of people got caught. There was a lot of like hubbub. Yeah. But the fact that you guys were able to be like, here's my senior week experience, but also I'm going to make sure I'm in with the cop. I got right. my sit living situation. Right. Like you did it, but you didn't do right. the, like the real intense part. Yeah, no. And I just remember like showing up at like the Coldwell Banker, like rental place and like pick, signing the lease thing and like picking up the keys. I'm like, how did we even like, I, I look back and I'm like, I don't even know like, how we, I'm pretty sure it was someone's parents who, I mean, we wouldn't have been able to rent that. I don't think, I have no idea, but anyway, it was a good experience yeah. and it makes me so excited that you're also from Pennsylvania. <laughs> when I, I read that, really oh my I, God. I really wish I could go back in time and my friends could have just hung out with your friends at, yeah. in a place that was like still the experience. Cause I think it would have been a lot. I think I couldn't convince my mom that that plan made sense but I didn't have a good alternate plan yeah and that's why it was no yeah you would have loved them too um a lot of theater people that I I was not in theater myself but um but I had a lot of friends friends with many that were in in, in theater so you are my people even though I'm not (laughs) I'm more of a behind the scenes you know, kind of person, you know, for broadcasting, like operating cameras and teleprompters and lights and like that kind of thing. Not so much in front of the camera memorizing lines. It's just. But actually, I feel like a lot of people that was sort of, we traveled in a group that was like people who, like we had TV studio in our high school and it was a lot of like theater people hung out with the broadcasting people and then like maybe some people in the band and then like a few athletes yeah you know yeah. what I mean like you're like oh this is you know a yeah. few athletes for good measure <laughs> yeah right for sure. just so we could still be cool right yeah 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 like we're not targeted as being uncool right we could show it to a sports event and be like yeah I'm friends with you know that I'm not just here just because you know trying yeah. to fit in I know one person yeah. just in desperate attempt he might not play but he's right there he has the for <laughs> one you see him he's my friend <laughs> They never played. The no, they never played. They played. <laughs> that oh, would have been too cool. Right. Yeah, that would have been too cool. That wouldn't have worked with the dynamic of the group <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, thank you so much for indulging me for an hour and a half. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh, this is a blast. Sorry, you know, it took time logging on even though I can't believe I still do at this point this was so much fun good I'm glad I'm glad but I will see you in June right you're coming yes for more information on organizations Jackson and I talked about today and where to follow her on social media you can visit jennifersilliman.com slash hearts of stars podcast slash Jax Collier see you on the next hearts of stars